Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, when I say I'm ready yes. to literally call it quits... And give this up forever. I mean, I, when I say Booba is technologically challenged, I don't think anyone understands what we just went through. That's, I, that's I, the first I time have, that's ever happened. So I ha- No, it's not. That's <laughs> not true. I have to teach you to be patient, otherwise you'll never be a good mother. You, I, <laughs> I am so patient, and all that matters is that I'm a good lover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish everyone honestly, we should have had an episode of me trying to sort out your technology. I've never experienced anything like it. I I honestly have to film it one day. It is just beyond. I tell you, it is a shame this isn't videoed, honestly. <laughs> I swear to you. I you deserve do. a medal sometimes. <laughs> Thank you. Do. I do. <laughs> oh my god. Well, we're here now finally. I can okay. hear you and I can see okay. you, so we're thrilled. Sometimes doing this remotely isn't yeah, our um, it doesn't work in our best interests, but that's fine because I'll hopefully be seeing Bubba soon. But um, this week we are very excited to be talking about a, a topic that Bubba is excited to um, bring to the table, which is mm. all about labelling. And then after that we've got a actual – a question that's actually popped up a few times from a few of our listeners and something that we're going to cover because I'm actually really curious to get Bubba's um, perspective on this as well and it's got to do with OnlyFans. But stay tuned. Yes, so, Bubba, labelling. <laughs> yes, darling. Tell me I what labelling is. I frustrated you are with me. <laughs> I'm not frustrated at all. I'm so chill. <laughs> see her face. I wish, I wish I had, we had this on video, honestly. I just just drove her. Oh, She's just broken up in the hot so- seat because it's taken us only half an hour to get this thing going right now. <laughs> it takes us longer to get set up than the actual podcast you know what is. We're doing. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to mix so, up labeling or or the other? Yeah. Question? Let's do label. No, I'm really curious to learn a little bit more about what labeling okay. is, and this is something that you're an absolute expert mm. in. Okay. Well. Why I like to talk about it is because people have no idea how significant it is and the part it plays mm. in our lives. I mean, just to start off is when you see signs on cars and when you walk into an office and somebody's got a sign sitting on their desk or somebody's got a, you know, somewhere in their house, um, it tells you a lot about people and it tells you all I can picture are those people that have like live, laugh, love. Yeah, things like that. Yeah, but yeah, 
when I did my training as a therapist, um, I came home after learning about how significant it was. I wore, my mother was living with us at the time. And I opened up, she asked me to get something out of her wardrobe. And I opened up the door and on the inside of her door was a sign that said, live to be a burden on your children. <laughs> oh yes. my word. And then I walked into... <laughs> the prophecy. Then I walked into my <laughs> office and there was a sign that I've... It'd been there for years and I had forgotten it was there because I'd only just learned about the significance of labelling. And, and my sign said, my mother is a travel agent. She specialises in guilt trips. And so, when I say the accuracy of this, and also I'm definitely her great grandchild, let's put it that way, the accuracy is astonishing. <laughs> so, what is it? Does that mean just like things that you have in your life and things that are around you are a reflection of yourself? Basically? Absolutely. Anyway, when I saw mm. it, I picked it up and threw it in the bin and I rang up my brother. Your sign or your sign my, or hers or my, both? I couldn't throw hers <laughs> in the bin, but I did ring up my brother and sister and we all both, well, the three of us had a really good laugh about it. Um, so many parents label their children without realising the effect. So, for example, when a, a mother might turn around to her little son and say, you're just like your father. And guess what? Oh, yeah. Guess what? She's divorced dad and she hates him. <laughs> so the oh. child gets the message immediately that mum really doesn't like me because she know, he knows how much mum hates dad. Do you know what this sparks yes. like like nostalgic yes. memes for me is like when people compare their current partner to their ex. You're like, you're just like her or you're just like him. Like that kind of thing. It's like, oh, he used to always do that too. So you instantly are grouping them together. Is that the same thing? Same thing. And, you know, I've never, ever heard anybody say, my God, you're getting more like your mother every day in a, in a positive way. <laughs> you know they mean it in a negative way. I wish, getting- <laughs> I wish that someone would say that about me with my mum because she's a legend and, like, yeah, she is. a bloody hostess to the mostest. Like, she's – I know. I know. I wish people would say – Everyone's like, oh, yeah. you're, not, you're nothing like your mum. <laughs> no, exactly. You're like your grandmother, you poor thing. <laughs> Just a wild child with that on a mission, doll. <laughs> anyway, my mother. I also think it's, it's, a, it's a compliment to be like you, so I, I'll take that <laughs> happily. Thanks, my mother used to say to people, I've got three children. One's nuts, one's a genius, and the other's a sex maniac. So my brother, <laughs> my brother and I used to fight over who was going to be the sex maniac. Oh, actually. my God. The thought of you two sex maniacing <laughs> around your youth, I cannot. I simply cannot. And so, um, you know, mums and dads, grandparents tell their kids they're beautiful mm. at the same time, or they're cute, or they, or they might constantly tell their child how lazy they are. You're a laziest kid. You're the laziest kid I've ever met. Mm-hmm. You're stupid. You're a bloody idiot. You're a liar. And when when it when it's said once, it's some. It doesn't take. Have, have any effect but when a child is constantly being told and given that label the child wears the label so, so with that just, so with I, whether it's consciously or subconsciously they absorb that label and they they, they start it. to take on playing that part no matter what it is whether it's mm-hmm. negative positive or neutral exactly right they do and so 
Many years ago, I actually used to teach the nurses at the Gold Coast Hospital. That was the days before it was a university course and there were teach and the nurses were taught in the hospital, hospital-based mm-hmm. training. Mm-hmm. And part of their training, I was part of their curriculum where I used to have to do a weekend workshop with them to teach them about themselves and teach them about um, how to treat, you know, treat patients. Like bedside so manner, yeah. And so one, one of the uh, uh, exercises that I did was a, one about labelling. Mm-hmm. So I used to get my nurses to sit into groups of five and they couldn't see each other. And they didn't – and I put a hat on their heads and they had no idea what the hat said on, on it's on their Oh, head. so think like, ce- like, like celebrity heads or celebrity names. Yeah. Like, but like So I used to say things like – I'd pick the most insignificant girl in the group and I'd put, I'm a leader. And I'd pick the one that always – was making the most most noise and out there, and I'd put the li- I, the live in the group. Yeah, I'd put I'd put I'm stupid oh, on good. her head. <laughs> Great, and and then I'd put things like people laugh at everything I say. Um, I'm fragile, so look after me. I'm critical. Anyway, the, the gist of the story is that I would then say to them, "Okay, so you're a committee, and you're." here to make money for the hospital so you're going to run a fete and I want you all to talk about how you're going to organize this fete so I want you to talk to each other as the label that you have on your head so usually the leader will turn around and say well why don't we do this and everybody would shut her up and say we're not really interested in what you have to say and they turn around to the leader and say what do you think Right. And and this is how it went on. So the person that's wearing, everyone laughs at everything I say. Every time she opened the mouth, they'd all start laughing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the person that, um, that was very fragile, every time she opened the mouth, they'd all tell her she doesn't have to do anything. Anyway, to cut a long story short, the whole, the, the whole gist of the exercise, purpose of the exercise is that after 10 minutes, everybody starts wearing their label. So they, be, they, they physically become that like... They become... Without even realising they play yes. to that part. Yes. Wow. And it blows them away mm. that I get them then to stand up and de-roll and say, how did you feel? And yep. the person that says that I got the stupid had I realised that every time I wanted to say something, they shut me down. And that's what happens to kids who are told they're stupid at home. Yeah. People shut them down and not interested in them. So they get that message that I have to be stupid. And, sad. and yeah, it's, it's, it's a really, really brilliant exercise. And, pe- and, and even the people that say every time I open my mouth and people laughed at me, I thought it was funny at first and I laughed with them. And after a while, I actually felt very discounted. And that's what Isn't happens. That interesting. Yeah, and that's what happens to people who think they have to be the clown in the class. After a while, people treat them that they're stupid as well because all they do is make jokes. Do you know so, what this makes me think of? It just goes mm. to show like what your like how powerful your words are. Exactly. And even though it might be a one off the cuff, like a one time off the cuff comment that you make to someone yeah. where you're making an assumption about them. Yeah. It's going to really affect them without them even realizing. 100%. So I feel like now more than ever, we need to be a little bit more aware of like the words that we speak and the power that they have. And if it's not positive, just shut up. Don't yeah, say anything. Exactly. And have you seen all those? Um, there's all these like TikToks going around and like all this stuff on social media about 
mums and dads and parents and whoever instilling like morning affirmations in their kids no. and there's this really beautiful one about this kid who was like running to jump up and he was trying to touch a bar up really high mm. and he was like I can't do it I can't do it and the dad sat down with him and was like repeat after me he's like I say I'm strong I'm a powerful I'm amazing and did this exercise and the boy repeated it all back to him and then he was like okay now try again and he went and ran and jumped and finally touched the bar. Yeah, that's exactly right. It really and truly, if you tell a child that they're clever and that they can do anything they want, as opposed to saying you're a lazy good for nothing and you're never going to amount to anything, it's a very, very different message. Is that often, though, that you'd speak that way about your own kid? Um, very often. I mean, oh, really? my God. Look, the, you know, live the domestic violence and that children are living in with COVID has gone up something like about 35 percent yeah and these kids don't get any positive affirmations I can't they really can't they really don't but the yeah. end of the exercise with the nurses is that the point I wanted to make to them was that if they walk into the hospital and they're feeling cranky because they've had a fight with their husband on the way into work or they mm. were they're tired from the night before they, they could walk into Mr. Brown in room 23 and and they greet him with a very cranky hello. Well, Mr. Brown is going to be cranky back because of the way he's being treated. Yeah. And then the nurse will go into the handover at, with the other nurses and say, watch out for the cranky man in room 23, Mr. Brown. And every nurse will go in there and treat him the same way. Right. So it's a very, very good lesson for nurses that you don't label patients either. And so, but, but I think this is also very relevant for relationships as well. So if you've come home after having a bad day at work yeah. in a shitty mood and you like, if you greet your partner in an angry way yeah. or with like hostility, they're probably going to give that back to you because they were probably excited to see you exactly. and you've walked in the door with like a frown on your face. So they're like, yeah, we'll get, get lost in. Exactly. So isn't that, how do you like... How do you combat stuff like labeling and even just like the transference of energy? Is it just something to be a little bit more mindful of? Like, how can well, we be it, it, better? It goes back to um, what the the one of the significant things that I teach my clients about giving each other positive strokes and or, mm, yeah. and not plastic ones. Not always telling your children how amazing they are when they're not, but <laughs> but really <clears throat> giving them more. Like what you said with TikTok, because I don't watch TikTok, about what mm. that guy did with his son and saying to him, yeah. you can do it. You can do anything that you want to do. That yeah. that really um, is, is a perfect example. But yeah. why I talk about labeling so much is because so many people are labeled and they do wear their labels. So yeah. the, my advice to all our listeners is be very mindful of how you label your kids. And be very mindful. How, and, part, and, and partners. And partners. And also, also yourself. Be mindful of how you label yourself because that is probably the most crucial. Well, that's got a lot to do with the negative tapes that we have in our head <laughs> that mm. we constantly I are know. telling ourselves the negative things. And, yes, we if we're going to beat up on ourselves and constantly tell each other ourselves that we're not good enough or nothing we do is good enough or we're, uh, we're stupid or not pretty yeah. enough or, oh, my God, I can't believe the women I'm seeing today who really and truly are all suffering with poor body image. And again, mm. that goes with their labels that they, they might have even inherited that from 
growing up as kids and being told that they're not the pretty one in the household or laughed at because they at school bullied because they're a bit plump. Again, the labelling. It, ha- it happens. Labelling. Yep. So my, yeah. my um, lesson for today is just be very, very mindful <laughs> about how we mm-hmm. label. And, you know. What was top tip? Yeah. And I know you've got the label of being the sex pot, <laughs> Olivia. You, you or you, me. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> well, you know, you wear it with pride. <laughs> I yeah. am proud. Like, I'm proud to be a sexual person. I, I'm yes. not a hoe. No. I've definitely been a hoe. No, you're not. But not a hoe. Not, not. But you're <laughs> not, not but a current. It's nice that you are very proud of your sensuality and sexuality as a woman. And I think uh, that's lovely in itself. Oh, my God. Yeah. Thank you. I'm so happy to have your support. Definitely. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. you. You, you did half an hour <laughs> well, ago. <laughs> Oh, God, I swear, if I have to set up another piece of technology with you, I'm going to end this podcast forever. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. So, one, this is a question that I'm actually really curious to talk to you about. So, this, has to, this pertains to OnlyFans. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. for anyone who is listening who doesn't know what OnlyFans is, it's basically a platform where you can access different, let's call them content creators – and their content as it sits behind a paywall, which means that you've got to pay to get access to it. A lot of artists will do it to release like a song to loyal fans prior to its like, you know, world release, stuff like that. But it's actually taken a bit of a turn and has been quite sexualized and is quite a sexual platform now. And you can find a lot of pornographic materials on there. And it's like a lot of, um, Bobby, you've got to pick your microphone back up, doll. Yep. <laughs> God, I swear. Got it. She just put it down. Are you good? Oh, oh my okay, God. I've just come back from a long anyway, day's all work. The- Give me a break. <laughs> Same. Anyway. Yeah. So I have had quite a few inquiries from listeners yeah. about this and it's basically – I'll talk about one specifically, but a few of you have asked about this, so I hope this helps. But um, – They've been living together for about three years. They've been in a very, like, loving – they've got a very sexual relationship where they're very, like, experimentative and they're open with each other. And they explored um, – they like to watch porn together. They explored OnlyFans together. She actually introduced her right. partner to it with the intent of them, like, you know, watching some yeah. stuff together. But recently – she needed a copy of his bank statements because they were applying for a property together and he got very aggy about sharing them with her and she had no idea. She was like, something's going on here. Obviously, when someone has that kind of reaction, you're instantly going to realize that something's up. So she finally got these bank statements because she needed them. Well, they needed them to you know, apply for this property and she realized that not only was he subscribing to a, like, you know, different OnlyFans channels, but he was paying for extra content yeah. as well. And for anyone who doesn't know, you can basically um, pay additional fees and get more hardcore content, personalized messages, personalized pictures and things like that of this person. And in saying that, the person that he was engaging with the most, and she was saying it was quite a bit of money as well, like 50, 100 bucks here, there. So not not small amounts, this is someone that was in their community 
they both follow her on Instagram and they both know who she is. So it's not like it's a complete random. It's someone like that they kind of know of and he's engaging with her on the reg. And her question is, would you consider this as cheating? And also, how do you deal with this? Yeah. Well, I definitely think it's cheating. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 in fact, I've had a few of my own clients who have joined uh, this group, and it's quite in, it. As in, they, as in, like they watch OnlyFans or they no, post they on OnlyFans. On OnlyFans, and and I've had a couple yeah. of my female clients coming in, and quite devastated when they found that their partners have been on it because they they are paying yeah. and interacting with the same women so they're actually having virtual sex and it and it's not like yeah. watching porn where you're watching somebody you know do whatever they do around the screen but it's not live and it's not interactive and this uh uh site that you're talking about this paywall site um is 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 literally like cyber sex and you're doing do you it think so yeah i do I, I really do and a lot of the clients are sort of almost gaslighting their partners and saying don't be ridiculous you met all the guys are doing it all my friends do it everyone's well, doing it that's what i was yes. going to say because yes. when she addressed it with him he said you're being ridiculous it's just porn no, it's not. It's not just porn because they actually do it with the same person. So they're actually re- creating a relationship with the person like, that they're doing. It's like going to a prostitute, yeah. really. Um, right. And they are actually having like cyber sex with the same person that they choose to have it with. Now, mm-hmm. in my books, that's cheating. Mm. It really is. And even there's a certain, I mean, there's a lot of, sex addiction that goes on with porn we've spoken about this on numerous times and for a lot of women that's cheating as well particularly when guys would rather have sex with someone on the screen than they do with their partners they right different sensation they lose interest in having sex and the same thing is happening with the guys that had adjoining this paywall stuff they're not really having as much sex with their wives as what they're doing with yeah yeah. she mentioned that as well so she and I had like a bit of a conversation yes yes. she said that she had noticed that he had kind of calmed down on the sexual front but usually they have quite a healthy sex life yeah no well she she's getting what is really happening is that they're getting more arousal out of doing it with somebody on a screen and having cyber Mm. sex with someone and Mm. That it it is, if you stop and think about it, when you are having cyber sex with someone, you, you the arousal is enormous and it's a damn sight more exciting than doing it with the same person every night. But what irritates me is that this girl that you're talking to, she's been open, honest with yeah. him or, you know, really transparent, even when online and you know, watching porn with him and doing all sorts yep. of things with him. And he's, and the fact that he didn't even tell her that mm-hmm. he was doing this behind her back, he's not being transparent and he was, he was quite annoyed that she got into his computer and that's a sign to me of him cheating anyway because he's not being yeah. transparent with her. So he knows himself that he's not doing the right thing. 
Mm-hmm. And so, yes. yeah. So, what's the advice? So, um, yeah, what do you do? And also, like, would you stand for it? Especially if, like, their response is not hearing you and just inter- instead turning around and trying to gaslight you and just telling you re- you're being ridiculous. No, I wouldn't stand for it. And Really? Would you? And what I've done mm. with a couple of clients that I have, I've asked them to bring their partners in to see me so I can explain to them because they are living in a false world and pretending that everybody's doing it and their partners are really just not with, you know, the 21st century and doing it. It's just porn. It's not just porn. Mm. And particularly it's not just porn when they drop off having sex with their partners and prefer to have, you know, sex with somebody in a, in a secret club that they pay money for. So... If that's not prostitution, what is it? I mean, I don't know. This is why I'm so... Like, I've tried to think about, like, what I would do if I was in that situation. And it's really hard to say because Mm. I know how hard it is to, like, walk away from someone that you love, especially when you're, like, they're not physically cheating on me. But, like, is the emotional connection there? Where do you draw the line? And also, I agree with you. It's kind of, like, guilty by non-admission yes, especially is. if he was trying to hide yeah. it when she was like i need these bank statements for something that she was trying to do for both of exactly. them exactly exactly um there was something that you just said that uh, triggered something for me and that is that um i can't think what i was going to say about oh yeah when when i asked my clients to bring their partners in one has agreed to come in one hasn't Mm-hmm. Um, and if if say you know if the, if the woman explained to the guy that she's she's quite devastated because she sees it as cheating, and that ask him is he prepared to stop doing it? If he is, maybe I would then say okay, maybe he's just got caught up with the the boys and. You know the naughty things that boys get up to, <laughs> um, but and if he genuinely gives it up and says, "Look, I'm sorry if I've hurt you," and, and I realise that it wasn't yeah. the right thing to do, yes, I would forgive him. Um, and and I'll tell you another thing too is that, and I think I've told you this before, that men actually don't believe they cheat unless they actually physically penetrate someone, and yeah, that, well, where women can. You know, if a guy goes to a, a a masseuse with a happy ending, a woman will see that as horribly cheating. Um, if mm-hmm. if if he watches pornography, she can say he's cheating. If he sh- if she catches mm-hmm. him in a coffee shop having coffee with a someone, that's cheating for some women, because it's yeah. it's more emotional for women. Yeah. Um, but for men, the ultimate cheating is penetration. So these guys convince themselves that they're not cheating because they haven't really penetrated the woman on the screen. Such simple creatures, I know, very. Aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> no, love yes, you guys, but yeah, seriously. So, yeah. No, I get it. So, okay. So your advice to her or anyone who's t- tried to have this conversation yeah. with their partner and they've not received, you know, the- an acknowledgement of their feelings yeah. and not an admission of guilt but like an apology mm. or like I'll try and be, I'll you know I hear what you're saying I'll be better or I'll let's do this together how can I incorporate you in this so you feel included mm. like some sort of compromise to make you feel better and heard what would you do would you ditch them oh I, I would if they 
absolutely refused to give it up mm-hmm. and and they might they, but i also yeah. think i also think that that's a that's a broader problem yeah. if you come to your partner someone you love saying what you're doing is yeah. hurting me and hurting my mm-hmm. feelings and their response is you're crazy yeah. that to me is the biggest red flag and biggest sign of toxicity yes, ever yes because they're not validating you and they exactly. don't and not showing respect and yeah. yes you're right olivia it there's a much bigger picture here as what they both want what values what morals and what do they share in their relationship if they don't share yeah. the same values and they don't see if one sees if the guy thinks that what he's doing is not cheating and and tells his partner that she's stupid for even thinking it um and mm-hmm. he's not validating how hurt she is then you're right yeah. there's a much bigger problem there than what he's doing and, i agree and, and the woman female but it could be you know we often i talk about males females but we talk about two males two females it doesn't matter what it is same situation situation. if one person uh is is basically cheating it doesn't matter which way they're doing it because that is cheating in my books Mm. i don't care what they say yeah um and Mm. and they don't validate how the other person's feeling as you say there's a much bigger problem that needs to be dealt with I agree. Couldn't agree more. Never a wiser word spoken from a woman who can't set up her bloody laptop. I know, darling. Please forgive me. <laughs> Is that the end of our relationship? <laughs> Not for tonight. Let's talk tomorrow. Look, I can I understand feel. it. I actually drove her mad tonight. I drove myself mad getting oh this going Oh, my God. Tonight. We couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, um, yeah. Bob, thanks so much for that insight. Yeah. And if anyone else has any questions on the topic, please feel free to reach out. Either send me um, a DM or if you feel comfortable, pop it in the Facebook group. The Facebook group is called um, Sex With My Grandma Podcast. Sometimes can be tricky to find for some reason. If you can't find it, let me know. I'll send you a link. Um, and... As always, been a pleasure. Until next week, Ruthala, yes, good to darling. hear your voice. And I will. I'll, I'll, I'll get my tech skills up next week. I'm going to pay someone to teach me how to open my computer. <laughs> you won't, but it's okay. I love you anyway. All right, darling. All right, see you later. Bye. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 